Welcome back, everyone, to Shrimp on Deck. Roger Hoover now joined by Jumbo Shrimp first baseman Eric Jagailo as we get ready for, hopefully, today's game in Mississippi. But uh, first of all, Eric, yesterday in the game that got resumed, uh, you had a great performance. Uh, drove in three runs and a double. What was working for you at the plate? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, just uh, some of the games have been, you know, we've won and lost some games by one hit or, you know, one timely hit that we didn't have. So, you know, we had a hitters meeting about, you know, that's just keep playing the same way and figure out a way to get some jobs done with guys in scoring position. So um, I think, you know, just looking for something over the middle of the plate to drive. And fortunately, I got that pitch. And, uh, you know, fortunately, the guys were in scoring position and everybody was able to score. Was it a relief to have a game like that and going into the series that talks with Randy and he just wanted to laugh her after all the close one run, two run games we've had? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, sometimes when uh, you can go and put put a team down and then make sure they're down and and not let them come back is uh, definitely a better uh, a better way to go, you know, especially to start off a series and then on top of that, follow it up by, you know, a good, a well-played game. The second the second game to finish off the sweep in a doubleheader is always tough in professional baseball. And then for you guys as well, just the last week, and right now it's raining as we're talking here in Mississippi, uh, the schedule's been so up and down, whether or not you're able to take batting practice on the field, whether or not you're able to play a nine-inning game. How do you guys stay loose with all the delays and things we've seen this week? Yeah, I think that just, you know, depends on player to player. Um, I think, you know, I think some guys are using it as a little bit of time of rest for no BP and batting practice, you know, but to make sure that their routines are staying consistent in the cage and trying to get, you know, as much uh, work as as you can get when you're not on the field but trying to stay on top of everything you were acquired by the marlins in a trade at midway during spring training from the cincinnati reds what's your adjustment been like to this organization obviously you knew a little bit about the jumbo shrimp having played them with the blue eyes yeah i mean it's uh it's been a great experience for me um definitely coming over from the reds i mean it was a little bit of a whirlwind day traveling all day with the time change in spring training not really knowing anybody i know some of the people in the front office but uh, from a player standpoint and coach standpoint, I really didn't know many people. Um, but yeah, everything's been great. Uh, I've always I always liked playing in Jacksonville when I was with the Pensacola Blue Wahoos, and you know, so it's definitely nice to have a uh, a familiar place that I you know to call home now. And then the the city of Jacksonville has been beautiful, and uh, I've enjoyed my time here. You had to change the scenery going from the Reds to the Marlins. It was especially difficult in spring training, uh, getting ready for the season with one club, and then all of a sudden you're even competing against some guys you may have been teammates with again. Yeah, I think uh, you know it was, it was a definitely a weird transition for me just because I went to I went to spring training and didn't even play a game yet before I got traded. You know, it's just some inter squads and everything like that. So um, I think you know as everybody was starting, you know, basically from scratch. So I guess it could help or hurt you, but um, you know, it definitely uh, definitely was a little bit weird just just kind of rolling in and then there's 250 new faces in spring training, you know, or whatever the number is. So um, yeah, it was definitely a little bit different. Um, um, it's my second trade, so the this, the second trade is always easier than the first one. But um, fortunately, guys uh, welcomed me with open arms, and everything's been smooth sailing since. You mentioned your first trade. You had been a first-round pick with the New York Yankees and were really having some good success. Double-A All-Star, really been an All-Star every year. You'd been in pro baseball. And then you got traded to the Reds. What were the last two years like for you in the Reds system? It was different, you know, I think uh, just uh, coming, I think the biggest thing that was difficult for me was coming off an injury that I, I sustained while I was with New York and then trying to, you know, I feel like I think uh, kind of, um, I'm, I'm lost of the word right now, but uh, basically trying to replicate what I was doing with New York in a different organization. You know, not, not a lot of familiar faces. You know, you expect everybody to know what you did over there. And it was my first trade. I mean, I was young and I didn't really know what to expect. You know, I thought that 
I uh, had everything under wraps, but you know, it was, uh, it was a little bit different going in and you know, trying to tell them what you what worked for you in the past and what didn't work for you. You know, building those relationships and then also you know making sure that you felt completely healthy and you know just felt comfortable. So it was a definitely an interesting time for me, but you know, you learn from it. And fortunately for the second trade, I feel like it's working out a little bit better for me. And also in that time, you were playing some winning baseball with Pensacola, yep. getting the playoffs of back-to-back years. Yeah, I mean, this is a. This is the, I guess, the fourth half of the Southern League I've been in, and I got three, three uh, half wins, I guess you can call it. So, you know, it's definitely, it was definitely fun getting a little bit of experience of, you know, uh, popping the champagne uh, with those three times with them. But, you know, obviously we're we're looking for the for the same stuff over here and uh, with the, the Miami uh, Marlins organization. And do you like now that maybe before when you were at Double A, whether it was with the Yankees or the Reds, maybe you were one of the younger guys in the clubhouse. Yeah. Now you're one of the older guys that people can turn. To. Have you liked that role? Yeah, I think uh, you know it's. Uh, I don't. You know, some guys, some of the guys, I've built relationships with others. I haven't, but I've kind of learned in pro ball. You know, that's just kind of the way it goes. You know, so um, I, I mean, I definitely try to lead by example. You know, by the the routines that I do and trying to stay on a consistent schedule and you know trying to be a good person. So um, you know, if there's a younger guy that you know I see something that I know that isn't uh, you know probably won't well go well just around in the baseball culture you know I might say something so it's a little bit different for me but I mean it's it's uh, part of the game and it's part of growing up so I definitely enjoying it getting into the final few weeks of the first half of the season what do you want your focus to be uh, going into these games we have coming up I mean I think uh, you know a big motto for me is don't give anything away you know I think that uh, whether it's the first pitch of the game or the last pitch of the game uh, the first game of the of the first half or the last game of the first half you know everything matters you know and especially in the thing that I've learned is it's not a not necessarily a sprint it's a marathon you know and so don't want to throw away you know one pitch or one AB or one play in the field you know because that'll add up over time so I think from from my, my personal standpoint and a team standpoint you know just just finish out strong and just see everything in the present and you know go go one pitch at a time and try to win one ball game at a time before you can get on to the second one. That's going to excite you, too, a lot of these guys, especially the pitching staff, uh, getting their first double innings now when we get to the second half of the season. That's going to be a much more veteran squad. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think that, you know, getting their feet wet, the Southern League's definitely a tough league from a travel standpoint. Um, and then also it's an interesting league set up with the five-game series. So, you know, if it's not your first time in it or your first time in double A, you can definitely a little bit of an you know, eye-opening experience. So I think guys will definitely be able to uh, adjust a little bit, you know, get their feet wet, see what's working for them, what's not, and then go from there. Well, Eric, thank you for joining us. Best of luck. Thank you. That's Eric Jagailo. Back with more in a moment. You're listening to the Jumbo Shrimp Network, presented by Community First.